Before I continue, here's a word from our sponsor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Hardware Savvy Podcast, where we talk about everything tech. As an avid Android phone user, I find that the interconnectability between Android phones, devices, and apps is a little bit lackluster. Let me give you an example. If I have a Samsung Galaxy Note S22 Ultra, which is one of the most latest phones that Samsung has produced and one of the biggest flagships on the market, if I'm trying to cast a video that I've just taken on my phone, on my, say, Vizio or a Samsung phone, I can use the phone's cast function to cast the screen or the video onto the TV, but I have to tell you, it doesn't work every single time. Or take transferring files, for example. If I have a certain file, a picture, a document on my Samsung phone, if I'm trying to transfer it onto a PC computer, I have to download programs or have to physically plug in my phone using a USB to my computer in order to be able to transfer that file onto a computer. And in the worst case scenario, I have to resort to the old fashioned email it to myself and then open it up in my email mailbox in order to open a file. I find that Apple's approach to unifying the ecosystem between their phones, tablets, and computers absolutely amazing. It wasn't until recently that the Samsung DeX system has come to play and works pretty well. Samsung DeX basically allows you to download and install an application on your PC computer where after plugging in your phone, either via wire or wirelessly, you're able to sync the content from your phone, like pictures and videos. Windows does a lot to try to integrate the Android system with the PC. And for example, if you have a Windows 10 or 11 computer, you're able to download, or sometimes it even comes prepackaged, a program called Your Phone. The Your Phone app comes prepackaged with Android systems as well as uh, Windows systems as a separate download which allows your phone to talk to your computer, sync your text messages, your phone calls, your pictures, and sometimes even videos. And you know what's the coolest part? You can even see your Android phone on your PC. Oh yes, yes, if you don't believe me, you can actually control your phone using a keyboard and a mouse, click on apps, open apps, for example, Facebook, TikTok. You can actually type stuff up in there as well. So as you can see, a lot of effort is being put into finding this intercompatibility between Android and the Windows operating system. And frankly saying, things aren't perfect, but they work pretty well. What kind of bothers me just a little bit is that you need to know a lot in order to set these things up. Whereas with the Apple ecosystem, you just have one Apple ID, you have one device, which is a phone, tablet, or a computer, and once you sign in with the same Apple ID and connect to the same Wi-Fi network, you can pretty much use your phone in conjunction with your computer or the tablet. In the most recent update, they even added a feature where you can have your Apple MacBook open and working on it, then you can connect your tablet to it, the iPad, and you can actually drag stuff between them, like files, text, and it just works seamlessly. It just works. And I think for the most part, the ease of use and the continuity is what Apple's really selling to you. Is Apple charging a premium for that? Yes, certainly they do. 
But some promising news came out recently, where Google and Samsung are going to work together to extend this continuity. They're going to work on creating a better way to sync fitness data between apps. If you aren't much into fitness, this might actually have an implication on the way you actually do things. Let me give you an example. If you have a smart scale, and let's say you have a fitness app that counts your steps, the data from the smart scale as well as the app that counts your steps can be synced up together into one separate app. The Apple's equivalent of this is Health. The Samsung's equivalent of this is Samsung Health. In fact, the situation I have just described is something that I'm currently using. I like to hike and jog and exercise and sometimes even log my food. In one of my recent videos, in case if you haven't seen it, I have described how you can, for example, on a Samsung, use the Samsung Bixby to log your food. This data for Samsung users gets directly forwarded into the Samsung Health app. Also, does the data from your step tracker and my Smart Scale, which measures my weight, my BMI, as well as my fat percentage. Imagine having a central hub like Samsung Health or another hub on different Android phones. That's going to compile all of this data that you accumulate completely passively. This could create a general picture of what you currently do to take care of your health. Could healthcare professionals use this data to make a better assessment about your health? I'm not sure. Maybe they can. As someone who's worked in healthcare and whose professional training is in pharmacology and biotechnology, I can say that what really matters is the blood work, and you actually doing the things that you need to do, like walking 30 minutes every day and taking your medications on time and just staying healthy. But this is not a health advice. This is just a conversation about the continuity between devices, which could definitely provide value in your day-to-day -day life. And when it comes to health interconnect, Google and Samsung promised to create a hub where all this data could be accumulated, and then this will allow other apps to be able to use this data in order to calculate your BMI, your progression, to give you health suggestions, and bring health and fitness awareness to masses. But let's just take a moment to look beyond the corporate speak, so to say. Do you believe that there might be privacy implications to this whole thing where all of your health data and um, step data is being accumulated in one central hub? Do you think this data could be at some point bought or sold to insurance companies? It's quite possible that Google and Samsung are going to say no, of course not. But we are aware of the fact that breaches happen all the time. Just in a recent video, I've shown you that certain passwords could have gotten compromised on certain websites because data breaches happen all the time. And thanks to Google, they put the effort to check your current passwords and see if there were any known data breaches where your information could have leaked. Could this happen to your health data? It probably can. There's certainly not a zero probability that it will not happen. So here's what I'm trying to say. There's always an opportunity cost to everything. If you live in a place in a country where you have proper health insurance and you regularly speak with your healthcare provider, and the healthcare provider can provide you with the necessary dietary and physical activity advice, all you have to do is to follow it. Do you really need an app to track how much you've walked? All you've got to do, if you can, just to put your shoes on and just go out for a walk for those 30 minutes. And maybe, just maybe, in this world of interconnected apps, are being sold on a grand vision of this beautiful interconnected app and device ecosystem. But all we really need is to put one foot in front of the other and just do the stuff. Anyways, this was my today's rant about technology. I've recently 
made a decision to purchase an Apple computer on which I can record all of my training videos for you guys. And it's been working out perfectly. I'm an avid PC guy and I will always stay with the PC. But coming back to the opportunity cost and being efficient, without a shadow of a doubt, I can say that I can complete my previous activities about seven to 10 times quicker on an Apple computer because I spent zero time, zero time troubleshooting. The Android Academy trainings are coming up very quickly and I cannot wait to share those with you. Anyways, if you liked the first episode of the Hardware Savvy Podcast, I want to thank you very much for listening through. This podcast is very much an experiment and I'd like to see how it's going to resonate with you. And let's try it out for a month and see what happens. New episodes are coming every day, Monday through Friday at 3 Eastern, 6 Pacific. That is AM in the morning. And your feedback is going to really determine if I'm going to continue doing this or not. So I'll be looking out for those ratings. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay savvy and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you.